You're listening to the Gospel Heffa Show. The radio station's owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this radio station, and opinions between the talk show hosts may conflict. Do you think you can handle it? Make some noise! Gossip and Welcome in, this is the Gossip and Heifers, Michelle. And Rochelle. Excuse my vocals because my nose is like really congested right now. It's shining too like Rudolph. <laughs> You've been rubbing it a lot. I know it's almost Christmas time, but come on. You. It's a little early. That's called clean skin, okay? Uh, oh, it's like a black gl- queen. It's a glow that you are looking oh, at. Oh, it's the glow of the sun kissing her native skin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the show is going to get started, and we got coming up later in the show, Michael Hallman. Now, we caught him at the Winston Contemporary Arts Gallery where he did a spoken word performance. Yes, I remember that. Okay, and, you know, just took us down memory lane with all the hip-hop history he is involved with. So That's when hip-hop was good, and I'm sorry. Yeah, it was. And part two of our conversation with friends, Miss Cat from Inside the Cave Podcast. Wow. And you know what? This is what's funny about the dudes at Inside the Cave. Girl, what? Because when I put on Instagram, that we were having part two on the show. Oh. You know, CB and them had to chime in. Well, you know, we only agreed to one appearance. You know, we didn't say... the same appearance, CB. Calm down. I'm like, you know, get the... What you call that pizza they be having out there? That thick deep dish. They get the deep dish out your butt. <laughs> Put a deep dish in your butt. You know, oh, my bad. <laughs> I have to chime in on these conversations y'all be having because I be missing out on it. Yeah, I know. But you'll catch up. Well, at least CB will know who he's talking to. That's true. <laughs> they was confused. You know what? Let's clear the confusion with Conspiracy Sister. First, a political statement, if I may. Another idea is stolen from the black man. Blackness confirmed. You got so. Thank you. This is Conspiracy Sister saving my people from the sunken place. Shall we have a sip on someone's black power tea? Now, before you even get started on this orange turd, please play the clip. Um, on the campaign trail, you called yourself a nationalist. Some people saw that as emboldening white nationalists. Now people are also saying that the president... I don't know why you'd say that. Pres- it's such a racist there question. There are some people that say that no. now the Republican Party is seen as supporting white nationalists oh, because of your rhetoric. What do you make that. of that? I don't believe it. I just, well, I don't know. Why do I have my highest poll numbers ever with African Americans? Why do I have among the highest poll numbers with African Americans? I mean, why do I have my highest poll numbers? That's such a racist question. Girl, it's orange turd did not answer any questions. Did he answer the question? <laughs> not one question answered. I'm, all I saw was a tantrum, honey. Now, all he had to do was answer the question. Are oh, you a racist? Right. You you ain't got to answer because I can tell you, yes, you are. Yeah. <laughs> but how does asking you a question about something you said right. is racist? Exactly. You want to know what is racist? What? How many African Americans you got in your phone? <laughs> and Kanye West don't count. <laughs> I guarantee you every black person that is in your phone are entertainers. Right. Your answer was exactly what our nationalist, racist, Peckerwood would say. <laughs> if you not notice, this is the, look, all black people know the first thing a racist white person say is how many black friends they got. Right. They know how the exact number. <laughs> that makes you more racist. You sitting there counting them like black jelly beans. 
You know, I know you mad right now if it's stomping and pouting like a little toddler that you are. Because the house don't turn blue. You can, you, you, you got to focus right now. You mad about this press conference because you got to find a way to weasel out of what's coming. Ooh, yes. And he already started, y'all. One thing I will thank Turd Trump for. <laughs> but he brought my brothers out. The new Black Panther Party marching. Yes. I said, I love there is a God <laughs> and he's black. It's a racist <laughs> question. Because sister is out. out, 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 out. I wish, you know what, there was just like a tomato you could throw virtually at this, you yeah, know, You cannot fool. throw tomatoes at cheerings. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> and the child having a tantrum. I but mean, but the key thing is he doesn't answer any questions. No, he does not. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get into how he did my boy from CNN, but I'm, it's, it, the whole thing was a wreck. It was a wreck. It was a wreck. It was just like a big grown tantrum on White national television. Just <laughs> I just saw trailers clashing into each other. You know what? <laughs> Man, they sandwiches flying. It was terrible, I tell you. It was terrible. Okay, never mind. Can't deal with it with you. Oh, yes, you will. Politics are up, and Trump, of course, declares a national victory. Where? <laughs> How? Midterm elections. What, what did I miss? Did I miss something? I'm like, wait a minute. Don't you realize that, you know, Democrats took over the House? Yeah, I'm so, like, I said, the House is blue. <laughs> You guys have the Senate, but the House is blue. Mm. So I'm trying to see where the victory was for him. Well, I know what my victory was besides seeing the Black Panther Party come out. <laughs> it's all these memes of Maxine Waters. <laughs> Who was at SHU was talking? Right. Hey, I know you've seen him. Yes. yes. And you know he fired Jeff Sessions as his attorney general. Yeah, I'm so glad because, you know, everybody trying to say that he, he resigned. No, he was there fired. There was no resignation. He just said first paragraph of his resignation letter. I'm not resigning. You told me to. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make it clear because I know the scumbag that you really are. <laughs> and you know, the, the funny thing is I wonder when it has happened because it was never dated. Yes. It's almost like Trump had this like months ago and I'm going to put this away until I'm ready to use it. Right. I'm, I'm telling you, he's lining up his backup defense. Baby, he know what time it is. Okay, getting ready for Blue it. Blue mean cuffs and impeachment. <laughs> I'll just be happy for an impeachment. Well, you know, I wish he would really just stop having press conferences because he is so disrespectful to the media. Girl. He went in, first of all, on CNN Reporter. Did, and Did he? Yes, he did. I thought it was going to be a fight. Yeah, and Jim Acosta, they have revoked his access to cover any White House coverage. Oh, you've been even banned. Right. <laughs> like the immigrants. Right. Okay. Treat CNN like immigrants. That's just terrible. And that's what he was asking him about. You said you making it seem like it's a you know a big war or something of some nature. You exactly. All this footage. It's not that. They are like you know way beyond thousands of miles away on foot. <laughs> they walking <laughs> with backpacks. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. So come on, please. And do you realize the election was so bad? Remember we talked about Dennis Hoff, who was the owner of that cat house that was mm -hmm. on the HBO series. You know he actually died. But he still won that election. Mm. Was he a Republican? <laughs> right. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Y'all know this man gone. Yes, Lord. But they he probably died in one of the bedrooms happy. <laughs> I've seen that show. And congratulations to Lucy McBath, whose son was shot and killed in a racist attack for listening to music too loud. She is now Georgia House seat 
in Congress. Oh, Jordan's mother. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. I, yes, yes. Because, you know, I got confused when you explained it. Well, you know what? It's so many things like this that take place. I know. I, it, it it's kind of bobbles together. Yeah, it, it's, it's very easy to get confused. Yes, but I do remember that young man that was jamming his music in the park, like the gas station or something. Mm-hmm. And Becca Wood shot him up. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and she's going to be over gun control or something, yeah, isn't I, it? Look, she's going to have a say-so in that, among many other yes. issues. So yes. I'm, I'm just glad that Black more, power. more mothers... And actually more parents that are involved with victims of being, you know, killed by police brutality yeah. are taking place in, you know, our Congress and our government because they got to make some changes. We come. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Time for that headline news that Florida has passed an amendment number four that's going to restore voting rights to 1.4 million convicted felons. Oh, this about is time. long overdue. Yeah. When, you know, I think. Because our- I feel like a Trump could vote. They should be able to vote, too. <laughs> They tip for tat. <laughs> it's sad that it has to take all this pressure because I think once you've served your time, you you paid your debt to society. You paid your debt to society. Reinstated. Your rights need to be reinstated for your right to vote. Amen. Okay, so I don't see what the problem is. You know, that bull they pulled onto my sister out here in Texas. Mm. Unfortunately, another shooting has taken place out in Thousand Oaks, California, where at least 11 mm. victims were claimed dead along with a shooter. And this is somebody who's former military. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm almost sure that he probably was suffering PSD. Mm, I believe that is one. I of the, will yeah. not be surprised because you know one thing about uh, this country and this presidency, they do not take care of their military. They have no. never taken care of their military. Nope, they use you. Go ahead and fight whatever cause you got to fight for us. You get back zilch. You on your own. Exactly. It's a lot of disbelief on how bad the veterans are treated once they get out of the military. All you gotta do is walk down your home, your most popular homeless areas. Remember the case on El Chapo, that major drug dealer. Yeah. You know, they're doing jury selection. What? El don't pick me. <laughs> Did he have good weed? I can't testify. You know, that's what a lot of people are concerned with. One woman, <laughs> they don't want to serve any jury duty on this case. They, they want nothing to do with it. Do you know how paranoid people are? Well, I'm sure. I, I, I'm sure. I don't want to come a missing. All I want to do is just sit there and say, I, I don't know what y'all talking about. Can I have some free pizza? I have a burger in another night. Oh my God! So on yeah. the on the U.S. state, I'm sorry, but I don't blame her. They even had one woman during the jury selection start weeping privately while she was telling the judge, you know, just trying to say, "I do not want to be part of this. Please do not even include what me with this." What she should have did was while our chopper sitting there, I'm like, "Look, that man innocent. Y'all don't want me on the stand, okay?" I don't see nothing wrong. Oh my God! Okay, see, so see count if that me works out. out. <laughs> A Georgia high school band had spelled out a racial slur during a performance. I seen that on the Facebook. Did you see what they did? It was so ridiculous. Or something. It was coon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, this took place during a live performance, Mm. and now the principal of the high school is apologizing and has launched an investigation to find out how the halftime show went from left to right Mm -hmm. when band members spelled out this racial term. Well, evidently, whoever was over the band wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but, you know, kids will up and do some crap, you know, on a slick. Right, right. Without your, without your knowledge. But um, they all need to be expelled. Yeah, they do. I I, I would suspend the all-band activities and Is right there now. any coons at this school? Because <laughs> didn't nobody whoop them, so I'm thinking it's an all-white school. It's got to be. 
It's got to be. Yeah, that's the only reason why they feel so brazen. And recently, a judge lost his election, so he decided to release all young defendants. Okay. After he lost. You know, but the thing about it it's, is... It's petty. It's petty. On the 25th power petty. At the same time, you have to think, okay, so you were just holding these young men... Yeah. ...on bogus charges, possibly. Most likely. And now that you haven't won your title again... Another Trump era. You're saying, okay, well, I'm just going to set these men free... Well, there's a lot of mamas happy, right? Exactly. Well, I'm, I'm happy for their release. But yeah, but I mean, time, but you, but you, it makes you wonder what is boys innocent. The legal system holds up a lot of people due to financial. Michelle, I know. Okay, it's, it's that, that's why they, they harass the poor. They know that you can't make bail. Right, you can't make that money to stay out of jail and then pay for legal fees. That's going to be something that's going to follow you for the rest of your life, and then you're going to be out of money and time. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, and and, and then no telling how them children coming out because you don't know what's going on there a viral video is going around about this what? teacher that fought a student in his classroom i saw a little bit of it it's a black teacher and i believe the student was spanish and the spanish student kept calling the teacher the n-word okay but you spanish right <laughs> so you in too really i mean you spanish and cuban people gonna get over yourselves you black out in los angeles this video is caught on footage by one of the students taping the incident mm-hmm. and you could tell the student was getting up in the teacher's face and aggressive and there's people that's actually raised money for this I teacher saw that he's got a lot of money because they're like okay look that's number one you up here calling me racial slurs and you don't expect me to react i'm gonna pop you okay so you look you look you, you look in wasn't here but in here now <laughs> okay and like i said all you little island i don't care if you speak spanish dominicans y'all came straight out of africa right so let's calm down. Let's go to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Gospel Heifer Show. Where the party at? You are listening to these gossiping heifers. She's going to have a BF. Oh, my God. She's going to have a bitch fit. Oh, no, no, no. D- don't have a, 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 a BF. You are in big trouble. All right, it is time for that therapy, something to get off our chest. And we're going to share with you guys something we both experienced. Yes, indeed. And could not believe. Oh, I was, I was, I was dumbfounded. I could not believe what I we witnessed. Box. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what we witnessed was something I'm going to give you the definition of before we share the story with you, which is chivalry. Chivalry is officially dead, and this is not going to be something where you guys can say, oh, you guys killed it because we don't offer it no more. But that might be true in some cases, but definitely not in this no, case. No, and, and not in the heaven's case. Okay, either. either. But this man in front of us took a shotgun like you do a, a horse that's, that's that's about to die and just shot him in the head in front of all hey, of us. Hey, there you go. It was a full frontal murder. So let me tell you. <laughs> Where we're at, we're at an event, and at this event, there's only a couple of seats available, and we're just standing on the sideline, and there was an elderly woman in one of the rows at the very end. So, she's sitting there, and then a couple minutes later, this guy walks up to her, whispers something to her. Yo, tight jeans. Get a toe. He was so dirty looking. I mean, he just looked, you know how you just like need scrub. to scrub? <laughs> Get a little bleach on it, you know? So he walks up to her, whispers in her ear, and this woman proceeds to get up, and he sits where she was just sitting at. Girl, everybody that was on holding that wall up, right, was doing the beatbox. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So the thing about it is, we weren't raised that way. No. When you see somebody in need, like say, for instance, you guys see a woman who's pregnant. She walks into a doctor's office. There's no other place to sit, but you happen to be sitting down. Offer her your seat up to her. She shouldn't even have to be pregnant. Right. I had a cousin that said she went to a doctor's office where there was a bunch of men in there. All the seats were taken. Mm. Not one man Mm -mm. got his 
tired, skanky tail up. And you know what that reminds me? I went to a store and um, they had those baskets where you can't go a certain distance because they have, you know, a cutoff point and mm -hmm. they won't move. Mm -hmm. So I was not aware of this, had my car parked across the parking lot. And these are like two, three young guys that are working at this store. Yeah. They're thinking it's funny. And yeah, I, I'm not like, well, you know, your basket's gonna go past there. I got groceries, okay? Yeah. So you're not gonna offer to help me take this across the parking lot, which wasn't but five, three steps away minimum. Oh, punks. Yes. Your mammy, your pepper, they ought to have been shot for half. <laughs> <laughs> this is where birth control has gone wrong. So I'm like, you know, just witnessing that because, like I said, some people do not get it from the home. No. But overall, I wish you was aggressive and ignorant like me. Right. Not even like instead of laughing, what you carry these bags, trick girl. I'm not even worried about that. But my thing about that, check him. The way that guy handled that situation. Oh, it was horrible. And like you said, on top of that, she was an older woman. An older woman. And what does that say about the chick you were with? You know what it, I mean? Because I'm like, you know, normally when you sitting down and your man or your homie or your friend, whatever, go do something, I always put my purse in that chair. Hold the seat down. Yeah, let people know this chair, this this, this, this is taken. Right. So we wouldn't have this problem. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know, because, you know, he was talking to a chick that was standing next to me that looked just like Gloria <laughs> from Basketball Wives. <laughs> now, I don't know if she's been smoking crack lately because she was really skinny. Right, right. With a funky attitude. Well, hey. Because she you know, she wanted to walk by. So I moved back and I smiled like, oh, okay, girl. And she walking by, mm. hey, if I could have stood right there. Right. Now, if you want to help, I, I can give you a real I, I can give you a skank in a minute. But you know, I'm going to tell you something. Only thing to save both these people, it was our homie close friends event. Yes. You don't want to. She be, had a lot to do with it. You do not want to cause a scene of ignorance so when I, you're trying to torture people. And it was two times for me. <laughs> because I had a fool that I don't fool with no more. Right. I don't know what it is with people. I tell you all the time, you have a cutoff line when it comes to apologizing to me. Mm -hmm. There's a deadline pump. Right. Once you once you bypass that deadline, don't speak to me. It's, a, it's not and good. And this fool walk up to me with the camera all in my face. I'm looking to the side like, ooh, I was talking to my girl. <laughs> I just told you I don't F with him. Then I just, and she laughing and giggling. You sitting behind him. No! <laughs> don't do it! I was trying to keep the peace. That's all I, I was doing. But you know, look, like I said, it was our girls' event. Uh-huh. I kept the jigger at home. Yes. Well, I wish that jigger that didn't give that seat up to that woman would have stayed home as well. But you know what's funny else about that jigger? Because, you know, you had put him on blast for a minute. You I took it did, down. girl. I did. And this fool tell her, let me on the show. Yeah, put me on the show. And I, what? Explain. There's nothing you can say to me. You want to get roasted on the air? Are you trying to get me put off air? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to end up cussing you out. Enough of that, fool. Time for word on the street. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Word on the street. Just listen to this. Give it some. Ah, oh, girl, how your heels doing? <laughs> Tell me about those clear heels. <laughs> you know what? Did you leave them like Cinderella? I, I, I got you. Look, first of all, <laughs> the elections <laughs> are over with, thank God. Mm. But do you know people blame Beyonce for Beto not winning the election? Why? Why? Because number one, she did post a picture wearing some apparel, and that was Beto maybe, had it on his page, right? But I think it was maybe the day uh, of the election or the day before the election. Well, she should have came out a little earlier. That's what people are saying. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Just because Beyonce endorsed him two days later, right? Not gonna change all the little redneck areas we have in Texas, man. Black people in Texas make up Houston, Dallas, and Dallas, Austin. 
in Austin, mm-hmm. and we sprinkled out in all these areas. It's yeah. not it's not a cluster of us, okay? right? <laughs> certain areas. Now, I think the fall, and you know, I can't get mad with my Mexican brothers. I know a lot of them are scared of what's going right. on, right? Especially the new ones that just arrived. Yeah, because he deporting people. Exactly. Our law, our law man just disappeared. We owed him money. <laughs> we ain't seen him. You laughing, but you know I'm not lying. No, I'm sorry. And you know, black folks and Mexicans, you owe us money. When you owe, owe us money, money, we ain't going nowhere. <laughs> okay. So I'm just saying, I think that's where he fell short. But I'm going to tell you something. Beto did good. He did real good. He and really did. To, to, be, to get as high as he was. Mm-hmm. But you know, you did have a couple little um, ninjas that didn't vote. Tell me, if I could vote on my phone, I would have voted. But girl, I wish I was there to hear that. Girl. I would have took my shoe off and beat him old school. But you be in line for the latest iPhone, Jordans. Thank you. When Jordans come out, you okay. in line. You get your sister to hold the line for you. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade have welcomed a baby girl mm. via surrogate. So they uh, made the announcement on Instagram. Via surrogate? Yes. Was it her egg? <laughs> I don't know how this works. <laughs> All I know is that, hey, the baby girl's here. She's healthy. They're happy. Congratulations. Wow. Yeah, I'm happy for Gabby. Mm-hmm. Well, she in her folders, baby. She look good. Exactly. But the ovaries ain't working like that no more. You know what? Shut up. If I'm one. You know what? Idris Elba is named the sexiest man alive. Sexy Elba. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a mouthful of that chocolate? <laughs> Girl, can you see it running off the side? Let me tell you something. About time. We've been endorsing... Him for years, girl. Let me say something. I thought he was fine already. Yes. But when I heard that food, that the accent, accent, I fell out. I fell on the floor. The, the, mm, Somebody even... pulled out the smell of sauce. So really? I'm out. <laughs> You're stupid. Your mom and daddy should have had some more. You know what? I wish that Kanye would leave social media alone. Oh God, Kanye. Because we... you know he There's was nothing public. Uh, you know about the well. He was tweeting how he's a fan of McDonald's, and then Burger King clapped back. But we understand what's going on with you then now. Well, I can understand why he got the boobies too. Then, <laughs> and I know. I mean, but you know what? I can't blame Kanye. <laughs> Y'all saw that meal Kim K put up a couple of years ago. Oh, my God. She hasn't posted food since. It looked like bad catered food. Girl, that Thanksgiving food, she tried to pass off as Girl, greens and some other stuff. It just looked like you I... give you straight diarrhea. <laughs> you vomiting all night long. I'm like, baby, call the caterer. Do not go through the embarrassment. That, look, that looked like a caterer. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But she tried to claim. No, do not embarrass caterers around the world with that. I'm trying look, to tell it, you. It could have been one of the white caters. Who it knows? It was her. I'm telling you. It was her. <laughs> it was terrible. It was horrible. Now, some real tragic news. The ex-fiance of Angela Simmons was murdered recently in his yes, home. Yes, I heard. And they- It was um, outside his home. Why do they keep saying home invasion? Well, it was, I think, well, it was either the driveway the garage. The driveway. So, the driveway's outside that's not in the house. Well, it was on the property, regardless. Okay, there you go. I understand. So, now I'm like, okay, so what was the cause of it? Recently, they had a man turn himself in saying that he was responsible for it. Um, So, not too many details at this point are being revealed. But mm. at the same time, I was looking how Angela Simmons was, you know, you know, being posting the news. There. Yeah, well, I mean, because when she got with him, it was just like, okay, where did he come from? Jail. And the key... <laughs> That man came from jail. I'm not lying. Look, we did an interview not that long ago. Right. With your girl, Brianna. Yeah. And she was talking about how he about that life. Exactly. And he was fresh out of prison. Right, right. So, I mean, and Angela be running around here with a nose in the air. But there's also speculation saying that, you know, they were already going through a custody battle over mm. their son. And I'm like, first of all, I do not give Angela that credit. Angela, she look, she's a little snob. Right. But she ain't gangster. <laughs> now, let's talk to her uncle. Wait. You know, maybe he had a hitman, but... 
I don't think Angela did that. I'm not, no. And even, to be honest with you, if he's been to jail and you got Angela Simmons' background, her dad's background, she would have won. Yeah, exactly. Hands so, down. Hands down. Okay, so there would have been no contest there, but, you know, condolences, because I know she does have a son with him, and um, it's just very sad, man. Uh, black I, violence is terrible. <laughs> just doing what the white man wants you to do. And the IRS is still hounding Wesley Snipes. For what? You know what? They're saying, number one, they put an offer on the table. Okay. Or at least he did. And they rejected it. So I'm like, okay, so I didn't went to jail. And three now, years. Right, I didn't serve three years. And I had years. to hide in Africa. <laughs> you know he ain't keen on black people. <laughs> All these dark-skinned sisters. Oh, my God. But they're saying that they made an investigation that he is perfectly, you know, able to pay this debt. Says who? Right. I ain't seen him since Blade. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm a witness to tell you he ain't doing nothing. I have not seen him do a movie. I really haven't. I've is he doing plays that we don't know about? I'm just <laughs> Somebody help me with the IRS is seeing. And Matt Barnes has won sole custody of his twin boys with Gloria Gavon. They've been having real friction. Well, like I said, I think I just saw her sister. She's a snob. So maybe, <laughs> is she anything like her sister? The baby's that off. But you have to look at it. It's very rare that a this court awards full custody and to where the is father. This, I'm not sure exactly where it is. I'm like, that's California. I'm sure it's out in California. Baby, that's in California. You must have really effed up. Because, <laughs> no, California is a state that favors the woman. Woman, exactly. So I'm just saying, but that's not valid if you know, because I'm in California, but I know I, he, I know, spends time out there, so does she. Mm -hmm. And I know she has got residency here in Houston. Oh, God, yeah. That was a crackhead since I saw that. <laughs> she need to eat. <laughs> Get a sandwich. All right, let's go to a break. It's the Gospel Netflix Show. Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Tiny. When I want the real conversation and some good jokes, I'm tuning in to the Gossiping Hep. Check us out. Yeah, I just can't stand a lot of silly shit. To be a moron. Yeah, to be moronic. Exactly. To be a moron. An imbecile. Yeah, like the dumbest motherfucker that ever lived. It's just dumb. Time for dumbish, dumb headlines across the board. And I promise you, first it was all the politics. The, the commercials had me going, number one. All of them basically could be put in dumbish in a heartbeat. Mm. Okay? All these lies. <laughs> Don't get me started on the Look at Eddie Monster. <laughs> Have you ever looked at him real good? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Just glad it's over with. But let's talk about the Republican Party overall, especially when it comes to someone that can scam the GOP believers out of a lot of money. Well, that's easy they done. <laughs> them like diehard ones that's real po. Them the real dumb ones. Uh, well, a Twitter user recounts how she scammed Magna supporters because Republicans aren't people. So she gave this sob story online that, you know, her parents kicked her out when they found out what her political choice was. Oh, I would have too. And she <laughs> you can't live here. I'm sorry. You know, old enough to vote, you're old enough to get out. So she posted this tale on a Twitter handle and it got the attention of Magna supporters and she started this GoFundMe account. Yes, she did. Okay, and she scammed them. <laughs> Fools she out of a she lot of money. She scammed them doggone peck of woods <laughs> like it was nothing. But you know, it's almost like for black people to be safe around white folks, maybe you need to wear a doggone Trump make America great hat. You know, for you to be That's safe. That's like a safety. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure when you start getting to the black area, take it off. That's not a bad idea. Actually have a hat in the back seat just in case. That's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> good idea. Only, only when you're in Crackerville, though. Right. <laughs> you driving through small towns. Yeah, don't drive through Brooklyn, New York, or Memphis, Tennessee. You may get fucked up. 
Oh my God. So she, you know, of course, got a lot of money out of the situation. Uh, GoFundMe shut down her account. But, but just she got the, the money already. Though. Just the overall scheme itself. That was funny. When she, you know, played that violin story to all these GOP supporters and just. Not uh, the average nigger. He's <laughs> a clever Negro. I ain't mad at him. No, I can't say I'm mad at him. I mean, I know scamming is wrong. It's definitely wrong. But, but it's, it's Trump supporters, so it's funny. It's like, ah! See how easy y'all are? A man whose penis and testicles were eaten by a bulldog alone in the room with an animal. Now, first of all. What's he alone with his dick out for? <laughs> with the dog. Some don't sound right. We hear a lot of stories of bestiality. And oh, this God. is not going to be shy of it. Because number one, it's very suspicious. You're the only person in the room with this dog. What's your dick out? And he smeared peanut butter on his crotch area. Oh, you thought you were going to get a little lappy lappy. A little sucky sucky. That's like, thought it was a milk bone, didn't okay, he? Okay, yeah. <laughs> he could have thought it was a little sausage. Who knows? Uh, who knows? But, but that's, that's what you get. When they found him, he was unconscious, laying in the pool of his own blood. Mm. Um, They took the dog, of course, to a shelter. And they're in to be safe. They're currently. <laughs> the dog is in danger. <laughs> Only person I'm feeling sorry for right now is the dog. <laughs> but at the same time, this guy was only 22 years old. A little freak. And I'm Caucasian. Like, what is it? I mean, to get your rocks off nowadays, it don't take much to get with somebody. You know what? You could just hit a heifer up. You know, DM her. <laughs> you know a lot of these heifers is easy. Do a little Snapchat. Except for these heifers. Right. <laughs> I ain't giving up shit. Okay. But I'm just saying, oh. you know that you never know. He could have raped his dog already. You, you and that dog know. knew what was coming with the peanut butter. Well, hell. So we're going to take care of this right now. The right? dog ate, you know, his penis and his testicles, though. Well, so be it. <laughs> <laughs> no mercy. No. That's bestiality. Ain't no telling what that dog went through. Yeah, you're right about that. But That's hey. called trauma. All I know is that, hey, you alone in the room with, dog, with the dog. And peanut a jar of peanut butter. On your winky. It ain't just, it's not just the jar sitting there. <laughs> Out of all the dogs too, a bulldog, are you serious? Mm. No, no, I can't do it. I guess he's like a scrawl. <laughs> scrawl doggy. <laughs> Hell damn that. Now a woman calls the cops on her parents. What? Because they wanted her to go to church. <laughs> <laughs> You know how many times I had to get up and go to everything I tried to Everything. And that never came to my mind. I, I was just mad for like five minutes till I woke up. All right. Now, number one, this happened out in South Carolina. One was 30 years old, and her dad actually came to her bedroom door and just knocked and said, hey, yeah. we're going to church. Do you want to come with us? That was it. Oh, not that you got to go. Right, exactly. We, we had no choice. Ex no. You was going to church. <laughs> but this woman decided to call the cops. No, this girl. Right. Well, no, hey, you're right about that. The age don't necessarily qualify you as a full-grown woman. Nor the action. Right. So she calls the cops. They come out, and they're like, okay, this is not a crime. She starts acting, you know, very irate with them. That's why she's supposed to go to church. She got the devil in her. Well, they, well, they took her to jail instead. Oh! <laughs> I bet you wish you was at church, don't you? <laughs> Give another offering, but you go give another offering and while you're in jail. But you know, I think sometimes, you know what, not only is it happening with black people, people are abusing the source of calling the police on yeah. situations. Well, I blame the police. Yeah, I mean, hey. Because they're out here shooting black folks for no damn reason, acting a fool. When? So people ain't going to take it serious. Are they going to put together? I know there's politicians that are trying to put in force where you are fined for calling the police on something bogus. Yeah. And, I mean, it needs to and happen. And black. Yeah. <laughs> Bogus and black. I want that in the book too. 
specify on yeah. those terms. I want specifics. <laughs> you know, with some of these white folks, you got to break it down for them. Remember this uh, movie we like with Leonardo DiCaprio, Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah, I love that movie because it's just like buck wild. Girl, I got high watching that movie. You ain't like it. I, oh, Lord, it's too much. There is a situation, you know that scene where they were trying to talk about the expenses they were trying to get reimbursed for? Yeah. Which included and, strippers. It was a DNA or something they call it? A TNA. TNA. Titanase. Oh. There's no B in there for the butt? That's actually a company... That was okay in it, you know, to a point. And now they've currently told their employees, hey, we are no longer reimbursing you for strippers. Yeah, maybe that Me Too and Trump's <laughs> taxes. Who knows? They must not be, you know, big town. Business. Well, the company is under armor and they've had situations where they took clients out, athletes, you know, yeah. just entertaining, you know, the prospects. Oh, you, got, you know, you got an athlete, you got to call a hoe. <laughs> That's just, it's in the book. Need a hoe account, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, they got to get one now. <laughs> You could open it at a private. What has happened going to your, you know, to come to your house, meet your children, your wife? No. Your wife cook a good meal. That's over well, with. Well, good old days. That's over you gotta with. You got to go twerking. Yeah, I, re- work. I remember those 50 vintage films mm. where, you know, you know, Bob's coming over for dinner. We got to make sure the house well, you is you know, spiffy. shit happened in the house. <laughs> you know, mom wasn't cooking half. Everybody loved the food. Exactly. And when daddy had many business deals, it cook a meal. Well, this meal is strippers. And like I said, I don't know how you That's can STD justify <laughs> reimbursement for a stripper bill. But hey, they had it and now they're saying, hey, it's no longer in I existence. I guess they figured it's entertainment. I had to spend this money. Right. I had to get him hoes. I had to get him Hennessy. There's <laughs> a black athlete right here. Hennessy. <laughs> I had to go buy some weed. Let me tell you something. Why do you bring attention to certain things online that I just don't pay attention to? You showed me a video a couple days it's ago. It's not my fault. It is your fault. That's not. You showed me a couple of uh, videos and this one stood out because it was of a school out in China. And we're yeah. talking about students from the ages three to six. Mm. And they had a stripper rally. <laughs> How you have a stripper rally? Citizens with their company to get with this school. It'd be easy. Maybe they can write it off that way. Mom, number one, what? Hundreds of children and their parents were there with them, was mm, visiting mm, the school, mm. and they said they were met with various pole dancers. And they used they, even the courtyard pool that was holding the country's flag up as a. Mm. So you knew what you was getting when you came up in here. I warned you in the parking lot, but you kept coming. Didn't oh, have us look like 10-year-old boys on them girls. Poles. I'm they, sorry. They did look like some little 10-year-old boys They won't make no money in America. <laughs> they sure the hell won't. Not unless you got Trump folks, you know what I mean? <laughs> they like, the Trump men like them looking like 10-year-old boys with pedophile desires. <laughs> pedophile desires? Yeah. That sounds like a new ID series. Hey, <laughs> they need to do one. So I'm like, I'm trying to find out why was this even necessary? Why do we have like a barrage of strippers out here with elementary students and their parents? I mean, if you're trying to get some boys to go to college, you know, this would be a wonderful way. That's a good way to get Yeah, but elementary, come on now, (laughs) slow down. Well, the principal told a few parents that had requested refunds and others had wanted to learn about this new type of dance. So you had a mixed reaction from some of the parents. Also, it was requested. Yeah. (laughs) Did they not read? It didn't say ballet or did it say stripper? You would think as a person who's working in education, you do never see that there's strippers on the curriculum. I've never seen that before. I'm well, just telling, especially for elementary students. But I'm just saying, you know, by the time they get to junior high school, they know they're going to be a pole dancer. So let's <laughs> teach them early. They may need to bring this to America. I know a lot of hoes over the school. Girl, with. don't even Let me start. tell you something. We went to a party where they had freak, you know, little dances. It was a dude's birthday. Right, right. And me and my girl said, Bitch, we went to school with her. 
she she swallowed a bottle, y'all. Okay, I was like, damn, your coochie broke. But anyway, <laughs> when you see her in the hallway, she always had books in her hands. Right, real nerdy, quiet. Those be the ones, girl. Mm-hmm. So maybe they throw it in the cricket of everybody. Right. Get it right out the first time, you know. <laughs> Make a rain hole. <laughs> Get them dollars. A uh, angry mom sues a St. Louis daycare after a Fight Club footage leaked out that's no. showing toddlers that are brutally beating each other, boxing gloves. Everything. You know, I've seen that crap before, and I don't know what's <sighs> wrong. This is why you don't take your child to daycare, especially if they don't have cameras in every room at all times. You know what? I've, you can watch on your phone. We've both previously worked in daycares, okay? And, you know, the, I, I can also tell you about the hood experiences I've had. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I had churchhood but experience. It, oh, yeah, I understand. Ain't no that, worse than churchhood. The churchhood is sanctified, okay? That means it's extra ghetto with some sauce. But this is footage. And, I mean, you can hear the daycare giver in the background telling the kids to fight, going at it. Yeah. Just, I, I feel <sighs> like every parent child that was on that video should come up there with some boxing gloves and beat her ass. Beat her ass. Simple as that. <laughs> That makes sense to me. And That's have justice. your children cheering it on. Right, exactly. Go, mommy. <laughs> Go to McDonald's after this. You spank that ass, mess. <laughs> Be dead ass, list. Because I know I am. I don't care if no parent was inv- wanting to come with me. Fuck y'all, I'm going. Okay. Oh, my. Do it. <laughs> I'm going in. Look, I'm going in. Uh, oh, okay, bad. last one up that somebody blew up a dog poo bin. It must be mistaken. I did. First of all, I wouldn't want to live down the street. This is where you dispose of when your dog, you know, relieves himself. Takes a doo-doo. You clean it up and you put it in this disposal. You clean up the doo-doo and you got a doo-doo disposal. Okay. Somebody decided to go ahead and blow it up. I have no idea. I bet you they lived around the corner and it, it smelled like shit every day, <laughs> all day. Look, I wouldn't want to live down the street from a doo-doo expensary <laughs> nor a funeral. That's, you know, a funeral home. I, this is two places I don't want to be Just inviting an extra in your yeah, life. I don't, yeah, I don't want that. No. <laughs> No strip club. <laughs> oh, hell no. Yeah. Oh, the three things I don't want nowhere near me. Don't need nobody staggering in your house. I take the weed house next door before that. <laughs> so you can be right next door. Mm. <laughs> be his best neighbor. You know what? I always come with treats. Yeah, I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> Got a little Hennessy. Hey, some of them macarons. <laughs> girl, macarons. You know what? Let's go to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Gospel Heifer Show. What up? This comedian Marcus D. Wiley. And you already know what I'm doing. I'm listening to the gossiping heifers. Heifers! Our special guest is an influencer. He is of popular culture. He's an entertainer. He's also a filmmaker, artist, writer, and a musician. Major influence in hip-hop people. That's why we are talking today to Michael Hallman. How you doing, Michael? Hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm doing good. This is such a pleasure to talk with you today. Well, thank you to have. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, no problem, man. I had to have you on our show because you were recently in Houston and you did a spoken word slash musical performance at the Winston Contemporary Art Gallery. We were in attendance, and I'm telling you just the broad history you had from your childhood to your introduction to the music industry was fascinating. And what actually was more interesting about it is that you touched on so much in hip-hop culture. Um, What was hip-hop like to you personally when you first heard of hip-hop? Well, uh, as you know, when you attended my spoken word performance, uh, I call it Confessions of a Subculturalist. Uh, I sort of delved. I had I had two steps of in, in terms of being introduced to hip hop. First, it was in 1979 when I got to meet Fat Five Freddy 
and we threw this party called the Canal Zone Party with another English artist named Stan Peskett. This was down in the uh, downtown, the Tribeca area of Manhattan. And it was the first time that that hip-hop artists, but specifically graffiti artists, were being introduced to the downtown art scene, specifically fine artists, you know, like painters and sculptors and whatnot. We threw a party that brought together graffiti artists who were looking to be recognized and we're doing their thing uptown and very much in a, in a, in a uptown Bronx, Brooklyn setting that was really different and separate from the downtown art scene. And that party that we threw on April 29th, 1979 brought those two parties together, those two different uh, worlds together. And funny enough, at that same party, I met Jean-Michel Bastiat and we started our band Grey. But that was just a first step in bringing hip-hop and the downtown art scene together. And then just a few years later, the next step for me in, in getting involved in hip-hop was after my band with Basquiat sort of ended in 81, and then I got more deeply involved in filmmaking. I was looking for interesting things to film, street dancers called break dancers who were doing things like spinning on their heads. And I just simply thought that would be an interesting thing to film. And these break dancers that I was starting to get involved in, when I got involved a little later in 81, uh, break dancers, simply because I wanted to film something interesting, I had no idea I would get so deeply involved in this culture. Dancing, that was really when the, immerse, the, the complete immersion into hip-hop culture for me happened. So hip-hop was a pejorative. It was like a kind of a curse word. They would say, I don't want to go to one of those old hip-hop, hip-hop, uh, S, you know, uh, you could imagine four-letter words. Right. Starts with an S. <laughs> and, and, and the reason why they felt that way was because that's where all those young kids went. The, the DJs like Bambada and, 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 and Cool Herc, they were playing all the disco music that was happening downtown. They were putting on their own parties out in the parks and in the uh, community centers in the projects and whatever. They didn't only just play disco. They also played old records that they got out of their parents' record collections or their older brothers and sisters' record collections, like James Brown, Jimmy Castor Bunch, uh, uh, all the different artists who now we think of as, as the progenitors of breakbeats, you know, like Baby Huey or or uh, uh, the Incredible Bongo Band, all these different bands that were playing that created songs like The Mexican or uh, Just Begun, like Jimmy Castor Bunch, Just Begun. These are like classic b-boy or breakdance tracks. I was just thinking back when you said that hip-hop was taboo. Um, we were on the East Coast back in the mid, early 80s. Early 80s. So we were like in the midst of this upcoming where it was actually getting a little airplay. It just wasn't on the block parties anymore. It just wasn't in the rolling rink. So this mm -hmm. exposure of hip-hop and the time of disco was, like you said, a very big genre at the time as well. So we, we had a sample of all this culture brought together on one genre of music. And I, I wanted to get into the involvement of <laughs> hip-hop but i also wanted to ask you right now we're in the midst of a whole different type of hip-hop music and right. I, i'm just like okay i'm trying to like some of it and then again i'm trying like well let me go back to my old school playlist because i'm right. not hearing what the culture brought at one time and now it's so superficial do you think with hip-hop that has evolved so much to the current point today 
Will it ever have some type of, you know, meaning to the community like it used to back in the day? Okay, that's a great question. Here's my answer. First of all, you have to understand, when I got involved in the game and I was bringing these artists downtown and putting on hip-hop events, filming them, etc., hip-hop was a multi-faceted culture. It was dance, it was turntablism, it was rapping, emceeing, and it was writing or graffiti. And after a while, people, you know, who were focused mostly on the music, they were able to make hip-hop mean only one thing, rap, only one thing. And all the other elements, breakdancing, the graffiti, they were all kicked to the curb as hip-hop became only about rap. Those DJs who used to be the kings of hip-hop, they ruled hip-hop. They were the number, they were the most important players in hip-hop in, in the late 70s and early 80s. All of a sudden now that, that hip-hop, the DJs, if they were lucky and if they were any good at producing, they got to go along for the ride with the rappers and the rappers became king and rap. And for most people who only know about hip-hop from the mid-80s on, only know that hip-hop means rap. Mm -hmm. Now hip-hop gets into the 90s, which is its golden age, which I will agree with anybody else, that there's some of the best rap music happening in the 90s. You know, yes. you've, got, you've got Diggable Planet, which is my favorite, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, Q-Tip, and, you know, you've got, you've got you know, uh, De La Soul, and you've got all these... And, 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 and L.A. starting to blow up. And, and so the 90s are an amazing time, and I admit that. But you also mentioned in your upbringing that, you know, beside uh, being raised in military lifestyle, uh, interactions with others once you did come to the States, racism was a note that was, you know, in almost everybody's childhood at this point. And sure. for you to embrace, you know, your love for so many different cultures and then to realize that, okay, me as this type of individual, I'm facing a whole challenge because they're looking at my ethnic background versus the person. So right now, where would you say that music can play a positive role? Because right now we're in a big state of division. Well, you know, it, it, music, music requires... I mean, you can get a lot out of instrumental music, a lot of beauty out of just music without lyrics. But it's been music, but since, since the, the history of this country, but especially in the... 50s and 60s when music really became revolutionary the lyrics uh were critical both in soul and rock when, you know you think of the anti-war protest songs of a lot of white rock bands mm -hmm. as well as as marvin gay as, as, as the, the 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 black pride song of james brown you know lyrics and lyricism and poetry plays a critical part in in our um, uh, understanding of who we are and where we are and where we are at, at any one place in time. And rap in the beginning, early days did that. Yeah. Rap certainly did that in the in the 90s when when you know when you had uh, rap you know in the 80s and 90s when you had groups like Public Enemy exploring race and exploring power and oppression and all these things. If we have rap today that you don't understand what anybody's saying, how can how can they begin to to challenge power how can they how can they begin to 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 to, to demand uh uh anything if you don't know what they're saying yeah um and and and, and when you do understand what they're saying i think uh, most of it is is rather you know superficial it doesn't really have doesn't doesn't mean it it's just a lot of you know kind of like you know sexual and misogyny and 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 uh and criminal elements violence guns and there was that element in gangster rap but i think gangster rap in context 
was was trying to say something. They were putting these negative ideas in, in context that said, you know, this is the world we live in. We'd like it to be a better place, but this is what it is. You know, uh, you know, except, you know, it, it, was, it was never like what I think today when you listen to some of the mumble rap or, or some of the trap music, it feels to me like they're just celebrating it and, and there's no real thought behind it or there's no real uh, 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 speaking truth to power behind it. That That's kind of, I mean, I probably sound like an old fuddy-duddy now, but... Um, <laughs> You know how, how how can you how can you make a clear statement if you're mumbling? You know so, and you need you need to be clear. Yeah. You know as 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 kind of as as kind of hard as it was sometimes to understand what James Brown was saying. You knew when he said "Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud." You knew exactly what he meant. What he meant. I mean, but the music still carries so much history. And with you doing this spoken word piece, I was curious to see if you were actually going to turn that into a tour where you're, you know, spreading this message and spreading the history across the nation. Well, you know, that is something that um, Kim and I have been talking about. And I've been been wanting to develop uh, uh, for a long time. For Actually, I've been thinking about this. I call it Liquid Museum. Hmm. And what it, what it is is me and perhaps a few other people, like for example, my my band with my bandmate Nick Taylor, who was in Gray with me and Jean Michel Basquiat, even back in the the, the early late seventies, mm-hmm. um, to, to take on the road uh, a, a, a handful of people who were still alive, who were part of the early eighties uh, uh, art explosion that happened in New York. I call it a belle epoque. It was like what happened in Paris in the 1920s when Picasso blew up and different people like that were happening. I, I want to take uh, myself, a few other people that we can have a few panels, some performances, show art, like have a party and a DJ. And I call it Liquid Museum. And, and it's something that see it traveling the way water travels from city to city so yes, you know my dear friend and 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 I and I hope partner in in Liquid Museum, Kim Gagne. She is uh, really going to be, I think, the force behind this on a, on a business executive visionary level. That's going to help help me get this to the next level to get the touring across the country, around the world. And you know, God bless Kim. You know. Well, this was a great moment, and I, I have a strong feeling this is not the last time we're going to be talking. Oh, definitely not. We both have a passion for art. All right, Michelle. Well, I'll let you go. Thank you so much. Thank and you, like Michael. like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we'll be talking again soon. We definitely will. I appreciate it, and you have a good one, okay? Okay, you too. All right, then. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. It, can I hear it again? Do you have time? The gossip is happening! I thought we should be alone. Get that whoop in that other chain and follow me on the Let's talk sex. All right, girl, you know it's our favorite time is sex talk time. Mm. Every week we bring something to the table. I Let hope you... it's something I like. <laughs> I know, because last, last week, week they <laughs> suck. Little winks. They stink. Well, this week we're talking about big winks. Hey! <laughs> hey, hey, hey! It's Fat Albert. Or should I say Fat Wink? Oh, you know what? I'm not dealing with you. Mm. The, last week we did touch on how to enjoy sex with a small penis. Now no, we're you touched talk- on it. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't touch it. You don't want to touch it, do you? 
<laughs> like a head got out like it's been soaking in vinegar. Don't think number one as we go into this segment that you know we're gonna praise big dicks, which we do. But at the same time, you don't look at the flip side. It of, depends on how big, right? There's, there's average big and there's just too damn big. <laughs> That comes with things you were not ready to deal with because, number one, women, we think that, okay, we're going to sit up here and have this man. He's very well endowed. We're going to have some of the best sex, have a great sexual experience. Yes. You don't think about the size could have its limits, though. Oh, but you know what? You can look at it. If it looks like an arm, you know it ain't right. <laughs> if you look like a damn stallion, I don't mean black stallion as a black man power. Right. I mean stallion stallion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, no, no, we're not doing this. Now, we said last week the average size is five point something inches. I say eight inches is good. I know that's your requirement. That's like magnum, you know. <laughs> Just give me a good regular Magnum size wink wink. You know what? I'm happy for the regular size Magnum wink wink. But downfalls of having a uh, big penis. A lot of things you don't take in consideration before you sit up here and lay down. I always have a flash. I'm a woman before I get started. Of sex and city. I knew you was going to say it. I knew. When she hooked up with this dude and he was very well endowed. Uh, and he was horse endowed. <laughs> that was Mr. Ed. Fuck that. Sometimes you don't consider things like a blowjob. Do you have to have, uh, number one, men enjoy blowjobs. They're visual and I'm more sure. men prefer blowjobs over vaginal sex, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> oh, Lord. I wish everybody could see that <laughs> expression on your face. <laughs> Too much. So, you know that most men prefer oral sex over vaginal because yeah. it's visual. You know, it, they don't have to she, do too see, much. See, my butt cheeks and your face is visual. <laughs> do I need to put a happy face on my ass cheeks? Let's say the penis is so damn big and you want to give them that special attention. Yeah. But damn, I don't want to gag. I don't want to choke. Well, look. A little, I don't want to have stretch marks around my mouth. A little gag is good. You know, it gets, builds a self-esteem. Right. <laughs> but you know you got too much. So, if I can't get past the head... Take it as you get it. As you get it, dog. Okay. Okay. You may want to add a little hand action into that. Oh, that's what he getting. <laughs> he getting more hand, less mouth. <laughs> got time for this. I would never forget a girlfriend of mine when I was selling those little items for the bedroom. She got one of those male ejaculation sleeves for her man. Mm. And she came to me the next day because I had never had any complaints on this product. Everybody praised it. Yeah. She came back. Too big for it. it, it he was too big for it. Oh, that nigga. That's a scary. Because <laughs> I, I know this product you're talking about. It stretches. And it just, yes. Okay. <laughs> it's like she like she giving birth every time she fuck. <laughs> that is terrible. I, when, I, when she told me that, my mouth was like, "Are you serious?" I just maybe mm-hmm. he didn't put enough lube in it. I I hope so. Maybe he needed a Crisco can. I'm I don't know. Saying, I'm just saying because I, I I'm going with lube because you can't be that big. Okay, that's scary. And they have a limit. Trust me. There's only like so a much. <laughs> it's alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coming right for us. Because you can only do so many sexual positions when you are very well endowed. Mm. You were talking about, matter of fact, about the triangle pillow and your Girl. friend. <laughs> that was last week. That fool tried to pull out a pillow. That's little dick problems. Right. We don't have that Get problem. Get your man Dika. Whoa, no. <laughs> no. And they have less sex because average to small size penis men, they can enjoy regular sex. You know, really? well, I'm saying this well, because you're know, average. A little, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying because any man that's well endowed and they have a strong sexual appetite, what woman? They're going to have to have a couple of women to take that. If he's too well endowed, you have a very strong sexual appetite. I don't know if I can I roll with you this, every I night. I know this Negro. <laughs> I know him. 
Oh my God. It is sometimes I'm like, does that, can you, just take a Cut breather. Cut the pussy thought off. Take a breather, dog. We got other things in between us here besides. Yo, man, yo. Give us the pussy, yo. And don't, we talked about lube with small penis men not to mm. use too much. Big penis men use a Get lot of lube. Get all that lube. Because <laughs> you is just pounding the coochie out. You know how they tell you can't overdo dough? Don't overdo my coochie. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to tell you. And that may not be a good scenario. Dough and coochie don't go together. No, it sure the hell don't. <laughs> I wasn't going to comment on it, but we're going to keep on rolling with that. Oh, you were going to comment on it? <laughs> I'm commenting. I ain't got no dough, goddammit. But if you're using a lot of lubricant, number one, because a woman can only provide so much during each session. I said this too last week. <laughs> you you well down. Okay. I came twice. What else do you want well, from me? I can't give you no more. I'm sorry. Jesus. If you if you just got to keep being down there, here you go. <laughs> and you also may have to custom order condoms. You can't just now, go see, to Walgreens. Yeah. See if you if you can't just do a magnum, <laughs> don't come to my room. If you can't fit a magnum, magnum, don't come to my room. <laughs> Either way it go. Stay the hell out. So I mean, what order process that is, you have to go online, go to get a that specialty nigga store. Bag. <laughs> Put a rubber band, a twisted towel on the side. Of that bag. Yeah, get a glad bag. <laughs> What's that little, 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 little plastic? Little twisty ties. Yeah, no, not twisted towel. I'm talking about the little plastic. You just wrap around his dick and just fits his dick good. Saran wrap. Saran wrap that dick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, there. I don't want nobody that has to have a customized no, condom. That's just that's a little too much. That's and, like a monster. No, and things can get messy fast. Well, he gonna bust your ovaries and make you bleed. Well, that's gonna be number one because you don't number one the visual, and then don't even let him try to go for the back door. You know what I mean? If he little, he the better not touch it. I told you last week again. Don't even graze my butthole. Don't even look at it. Don't don't blow on, on it. it. <laughs> don't do shit. Because that's all it's for. Is what I just said. Shit. Shitting and wiping and washing. Leave me alone. <laughs> I don't play the butthole. I'm sorry. And how difficult is it for a man that is very well endowed to keep an erection for a long period of time? Well, I don't have this problem. That's <laughs> a problem. Sometimes. I understand you can only focus on your personal experience. Yeah, but I mean, if he got a big dick in his lip, it's no good. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and put it to sleep. Shit. Put it to sleep. <laughs> Call that little dick man. You know what? I'm done with you. Oh, just call it. Grab the hand. But some men that are well endowed may experience that. You know, they have a hard time keeping a long-lasting erection. Mm. I'm just saying. That's sad. <laughs> so sad. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> now, number one, women, you have to also keep in mind, don't think because he's got a good size on him that you're going to have the time of your life. Why you not? You might. Well, number one, you might. But mm. then again, most men who are very well endowed, since they feel they have a big size, I don't really have to put too much effort into Oh, yes, this. you do. All right. <laughs> Find the G spot. That's the first chore yours to do. But I'm telling you, some men have this ego. They know they're very well endowed, and they'll go into the bedroom, and a woman loses her mind. And, you know, as soon as he, you know, gets, you know, penetrates, he think he didn't done his job. You ain't. Here right. I come. <laughs> Did you feel the muscles spazzing out? And the damn thing. <laughs> did you get a little squirt? A no. little extra juice? Nothing. I did not come. Did I howl? No. No. <laughs> did I grab the sheets like the exorcism? Okay. <laughs> Eyes were not hitting the back of my forehead. Okay. <laughs> no. You ain't. You no. Know. All right. Ass. So other men don't understand. Uh, most men, if they knew that their partners were very well endowed, they would secretly hate. Oh, you know, I'm just saying it's not has nothing to do with homosexuality. You know what? I'm sure that if they play ball together or football, because you know, I like on my way basketball draw shorts. 
Then he asked me what I'm looking at. I'm looking. It's looking at me. It's looking at me. Yes. <laughs> so I'm stirring back. <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, I'm sure some of your boys know. Right. And all of a sudden they started hating you. you and you wonder why. Yeah, exactly. Where did this come from? <laughs> you had basketball shorts on. You had jogging pants on. They saw your print. And they run around here looking like <laughs> Robin. Yeah, looking like Batman's sidekick Robin. No. No print at all. Get some underoos on that one. Girl. <laughs> he better put a dog on fake sausage or cucumber or something down there. I'm just saying, men, they know about their status. They will hate. And some will just be like, hey, the brother just blessed. Hey, see, that's why that's why it's good with women. We can't tell who got the better coochie. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine if women was able to, oh my God. Because, you know, we hate on each other as it is. Uh, right. Oh, girl, and she got good Don't pussy. Don't let us put the pee on the table. Yeah, oh, she got good pussy, bitch. Can't you tell? Look. That hoe right there. Hell, we went hands down. I ain't got baby. Nothing, got nothing to worry about. Baby, it runs in the family. <laughs> Put that T on you. You know what? I ain't going to say my last name. Ain't none of your Shut business. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> they be looking motherfuckers up. But you spoke of sweatpants and basketball shorts earlier. Yes, I did. Please re- keep in mind that if you are well endowed, men actually have problems when they have to shop because they don't want something squeezing too much around their crotch. That's why black men wear them big drawers. The big pants be hanging. Too much dick. <laughs> I'm sagging my drawers low because he hanging He needs some room. He needs breathing air. Okay. So men are very cautious that are very well endowed. That wear they bounces. Can't, yeah, they can't wear nothing too snug around there. Mm. I'll never forget one of our boys back in the day. He wore some sweatpants. <laughs> Like, boy, what is that? Is that a snake? What the hell's going on? <laughs> don't wear that shit around me. You like a brother. I don't need to see this crap. I'm telling you, like, like even though we're in a brother-sister type of relationship, I don't need to have that. But I see Anaconda. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Just so wrong. Look, that's it for the big that's, dicks, girl, okay? Oh, I can't, big, big I cannot with you off. because <laughs> it's a good subject. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! You have really cut up this session. I promise you. Just you just don't want a penis, even if it's on soft, look like a mushroom. I had a Negro no, send me a picture. No, please. Like you know, that's the worst thing. Little dick man, stop doing this, okay? Sending pictures like you really, you know, you proud of it, right? Exactly. And you mad because you don't get a response. <laughs> was that a was that a mushroom? Are you are you watching Alice in the Wonderland? Are you playing Mario Brothers? It's something. <laughs> the hell is this? Look, let's go to a quick break. Don't go anywhere. It's the Gospel Heifer Show. Time for conversation with friends, and we are going on part two with Kat from Inside the Cave. When it comes to new modernized woman, this is the thing that we've been seeing lately, and I got to get your feel on it. When women are dropping on their knees, proposing to men, girl, stop. When women Ooh. are letting a man stay in the car while they pump the gas, Bitch, stop. Okay, I mean, there's women in this society that's endorsing this behavior that makes it hard for other women that are, you know have Those the standards. Lost. They lost, and I want to know, you know, your they thoughts lost. on that. They lost. You know, we just we just talked about confused and lost brothers, and a lot of our sisters have gotten lost. It starts at the basic level, y'all. We oh. gotta tell our, our little girls to, okay, for instance, my grandfather told me, if you wanna hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. They'll never look. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so 
He told me, and then, and then he showed me. Right. He put a five dollar bill in the classified section of the newspaper. We walking down the street, and a man asked, "You got any change?" My my grandfather told him, "It's change in this paper. All you gotta do is open the page." And that man didn't want the paper. So, for our women, we have to start reminding them that what you are supposed to do and what you choose to do mm. are two different feelings. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love don't mean you break yourself. As a matter of Amen. fact, the the love is is already inside of you. It's it's the it's the five dollars in the classified, okay. and we don't have to. When a man presents himself to us, we don't have to open ourselves and show him the special goodies. We That's offer right. him we offer him an opportunity to open us up and get to know us. In the hunt, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, so I I I just feel like our sisters are we are desperately trying to love our people. And that's always been us. We are desperately trying to claim our our own love, which I'm really feeling. The 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 confidence that so many women have that like my mother's generation does not. They weren't they weren't given that opportunity. So the fact that the sisters now are are educated, working hard, doing all that to get down on one knee and propose to a man is like to to pay for your degree but leave the paper in school. You know what yeah, I mean? It's not, like. I'm... Because I'm a true believer, the man is supposed to be the hunter. Yep. The, the Bible, the Bible will tell you that he's to find his wife. You are not to find your husband. And y'all, don't it feel good for him to come get you? Mm-hmm. Like, don't it feel good yes. for him to be like, no, that's my woman. That exactly. hey, I ain't gonna lie. I'm down to get chose. I ain't trying to choose the these. And 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 you know, niggas are auditions. You know what I mean? You just <laughs> for the role. Exactly. It's just an but audition. But you're right. But you know, I had one customer that, and, and, and the bitch kept it real. She had several friends. She wasn't fucking none of them. But one was so threatened with her having all these friends. I got to lock this down. Because I want you just for me. Come on. Come on. Because at the end of the day, when you're light, and that's, that's, are we, y'all, we amazing. Black women, and I ain't trying to say ain't nobody else got some great going but it's the on. Truth. I'm just saying. No, black women, black shit. women, black women. <laughs> I mean, who else? What other race of women can take so much and still go get their hair and nails and be, done? Like, right. and, <laughs> but, but you know the funny thing about that? Black women, we've been doing our hair since the 16th century. I, I just want I just watched being, being flat, come on now. Baby. Everybody got that grandmama that wasn't leaving the house on Sunday if she wasn't hospital room clean. You know okay. what I mean? Like, had her church wig, but, but on, on the real. I just watched a documentary about what a white man wrote about black women in Africa about their hair. He has never seen so much diversity and change, and it was different tribes, and each hairstyle represented your status. And that's what we missing. You just hit a point on it, girl. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. We can't identify ourselves with another group. You know, everything got to be war. We got to be against, you know, that. Remember in the early 90s you know the mamas was telling the girls to beat the other girls asses they telling girl they they just jealous what a toxic thing to teach your daughter that another woman dislikes her because of who she is what a toxic way 
to raise your daughter where now I, I can't see her as and, and I've been the only black woman in a lot of situations and you know yeah. when you see that other black woman you 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 gravitate to her you say hey sis what's exactly. up and it's, it's so many women who are upset because I'm there too like it's only Girl, supposed to be one of us happened to me too many fucking times yeah and that's said in our own community you hit the nail on the head like from birth or black early age by we're told women. to you know you are a threat to me and even if you have an admiration for me, you got to have a hidden gender. You do know this is a Beyonce lyric, right? <laughs> well, she said, you know, women should not be, you know, threatened by other women and not compete for other men, but compete in your job title. This, huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? Beyonce ain't half, you know, I, I heard she pretty damn famous. So she might actually know something <laughs> about communicating with other bitches. She might actually know how. And that's another thing, too. We don't listen to the facts. Yeah, we don't watch and see and do it. We don't look at what's happening. If yeah. somebody, you know, black women, if I tell you something, sis, that's unflattering to you, we can't take it personal because growth is growth. And if I say, hey, sis, you got to stop beating your fucking kids in public like that. Amen. Like they ain't know that. You know, I don't want you to get ready to fight me. Right, I'm trying yeah. to tell you <laughs> so we can raise our village together. Mm-hmm. But what you're telling me is you're going to beat my beautiful child if I leave her next to you. And that way I am going to have to get in that ass. So <laughs> I don't want to have to get in that ass. I don't want to have to be that way to my sister. Yeah, that's but if I, say, that's what I, if I say to you, Aces, you're a little loud. Mm-hmm. Bitch, don't get louder. The fuck? <laughs> this fucking an invitation. <laughs> but you know what I think our problem, too, with a lot of black women that I have experienced... And, you know, we say things in a joking manner, but we constantly repeat it. Come so, on. So when you constantly repeat it, you're not coming to me trying mm. to help me. No. Bitch, you trying to cut me down. Right. And I recognize this shit, and I'm going to call you on it. And as you should, because we got to be real with each other. And that's maybe why they let me on with all the guys on the podcast. Because if I'm if I'm saying it, I'm saying it honestly. Yeah. I'm saying it genuinely. Mm-hmm. And I ain't trying to I, I I'm 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 not trying to make you feel dumb. Exactly. I'm trying to or school undermine you. a person. That's right. I'm trying to school. I'm trying to spread some information. But you know, I you personally know I mean. have not experienced that with a lot of men. You know, you know, once you were one hundred with a man, most most likely they're gonna be 100 with you but when you get and around a, a fake jealous woman mm-hmm. that that doesn't have self-love for herself and that's gonna, exactly you're not gonna that's get that, it exactly gonna get in return she don't like her and if she don't like her she don't like you and since the day you love you is the day you're gonna find love in everybody you know what i mean and it's always again the black woman that has to suffer to realize that as well you gotta lose a child to hug your mama because you ain't talked to her in 15 years mm-hmm. like it's always a catalyst to make you be your best self and we yeah. gotta again identify that we ain't gotta wait until there's drama we don't have to wait until there's uh it, and, and again it don't have to be drama sis. Yeah. it ain't gotta be drama i love you and i'll tell my friends in a minute you know hey don't get mad at me because if i really wasn't your friend i'd let you go out there babe if you had a bug in your nose and i ain't tell you you would stop talking to me goddamn it okay so yes. if i see you if i see you going out here and 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 for instance i have a friend i love her to death she gets very angry though she's a real angry woman and i'm talking about blood pressure going up headaches swelling and it's like baby 
ain't nothing worth you getting that angry and she came at me like but that's how i vent that's how i get through it and baby girl i know but this is this is it you ain't too old to try something new mama and i'm your friend i love you i don't want to be at your funeral because somebody pissed you off okay you know what i mean but what what do you say about the sister that ain't never did nothing to another black woman but this black woman is mad because you wear your makeup on point you try shit different and you be on point but I'm mad because I'm too scared to do it. All you can do is let your light shine. See, mm-hmm. I can't. I, all you can do is be the light. Yeah. Because you can light other candles with your light. And sometimes these sisters are so upset with themselves that they see what they they see the possibility in themselves in you. And that's hard, girl. Man, it's hard to see somebody win a billion dollars in a lottery. That could have been me. You know exactly. what I mean? So. I had to seriously explain to my one of my homies because he didn't understand why you know black women get into. It. I said, I said, there's different levels to this shit. Yeah. And I said, it's not only because either she's just beautiful, she's just smart, or she she's correcting you. But some most black women are upset because they see what you just said, something that you're doing that they want to do but they can't do. I've had women mad with me because I have a daddy in my life. Oh yeah. I've had Ooh. women mad at me Ooh. because I have confidence and self love. And I and they get mad because you bitch you ain't gonna make me mad. And then tell you you don't understand. They'll be like, nah, you just don't get it. <laughs> it's like, baby, what you mean I don't get? It? I you, get you it. Confused. You yeah. confused. You didn't have a daddy. And 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 again, this is this like like where you're going with it to get that uncomfortable. We hate feeling uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know. And somebody lied to us and told us love was comfortable. No, it ain't. Look, oh, no. Love is uncomfortable as hell. Love yes, make Lord. you stretch your clothes, your collar get messed up, you sweat a little. Like love mm. is a funky feeling. And if I got love for my sister and I see that she is making choices, because another thing we have to remember is black women are also the most traumatized. Yes. So she has probably been taught by another woman to hate you for your accolade because her mama mad at her sister for doing something. I mean, it's a, it's it's amazing how many toxic traits we give and to you, our daughters and we don't even realize it. You know what? And you saying that I have a customer at the age of eight made a comment to me doing her hair about black about black men. And it was a negative hmm. comment. And I said, baby, let me tell you something. For one, you are too young. Come on. To Come have on. this attitude. And whoever spoke to you evidently made the wrong choice. They mad as hell. You tell whoever with that bitter ass Betty to stop telling you that false information. Yeah, men and, and are too, great. Baby, black, <laughs> black men are beautiful and great. I would date out of my I, I, I found the blackest one I could date. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love me a I love me a big Medica Mofo. You know, I like the black I like the black men that intimidate and scare police. You like them blue black, huh? I know that's right, baby. Girl. Like, you better like get them blue. Did you black. ever see a smile and open his eyes? Baby, okay. and TV just as white, cause you know them dark skinned black brothers always have them shining white teeth. You know what? Baby. Did you ever see that new that remake of Kunta? Yeah, Roots. Roots. No, I haven't seen the, the remake. Cat, no, Cat got to go see the remake. You know what? Because what you say? It's all about. It's baby, all about it's the black all about the new culture. She got to watch, have an ice pack. So fine. She got to have an ice yes. pack when she watches that shit. Girl, he's not the Rainbow Man that read the books. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, he's, he's not a... Levar Burton. Baby, no, he ain't Levar Burton. Baby, this ain't your. <laughs> this ain't your reading Rainbow. Baby, bitch. let me tell you something. I would have been kissing just to be around him. Do you understand me? Thank you.
Yo, Charlemagne the God here, dual citizen of Wakanda and Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And right now you're listening to the Gossiping Heifers. Sound like all my aunties, all my cousins, all my homegirls. A bunch of Gossiping Heifers. Y'all be cool. All right, we are back. It's time to ask a heifer. Ask me. We have a hotline that's wide open 24-7, so give it a call. Check the hell up. 832-410-1368. You can also send us an email at gossipinheifers at gmail.com. And this week we have a very special question from Inside the Cave. Oh, okay. Hey, how you doing? This is Sly calling from Chicago by way of Bellwood. Illinois, and this question is for the gossip and helpers. Would you listen to a person who doesn't have a child or children when it comes to taking parenting advice? Why or why not? Get back at me. This is Sly. What's up, helpers? Mm, thank you, Sly. Our peeps over there inside the cave. Sly, the family story. <laughs> Every time I hear that name, I say, I just, I'm going to have to go play me some of them hits. You know, sometimes you don't necessarily have to be a parent to give some decent advice. Now, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm a woman with no children, mm-hmm. and I love children. And I have helped a lot of my friends and people I don't know with their children. Amen. I mean, I have taken some children before. Yes, you have. And when I say taken, I, it gives me an example when a young girl was having a, had a baby, the baby. The baby just kept crying. I was like, look, let me see her. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by taken. Right. The baby just needed the birth. Right. The, and she gave me a loud one. The baby got just, a little gas. Girl, the baby had a lot of gas. <laughs> So, I mean, sometimes people that are like myself that have no children, because I was smart enough not to have none, can give you, I'm just saying, if it's not for you, mm-hmm. okay, but you love kids. Right. And I know what's right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I got better advice as I got kids. You, well, I've witnessed you in interaction, and me as a single mom, you've actually been a great, what uh, your nephew calls as uh, the other, other mother. mother. Yes. Yes, I'm <laughs> the other mother. So, you have taken... Him under your wing, you are just like a mom to him. So that's why he's so accustomed to, you know, when mom's unavailable, where's my aunt? Auntie, yeah, where's the other mother? And you know, another thing, if your baby does have a lot of gas, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a trick, y'all. Mm-hmm. You don't got to go to Walgreens. Get the baby's bottle nipple and just douse it in baking soda. Yeah. Just a little residue. Yes. And give them the, the bottle of milk. Bring that gas on it. Baby, that, that baby going to fart like it will no tomorrow. <laughs> Coming from a woman with no children. Hello. So, Sly, I hope that answers your question. No, that, that was a good question because some people get offended when people with no children try to give them advice on, you know, parenting. Yeah. I mean, but hey, you know, if it's, they're coming from a good place and it's not, you know, over-criticizing your style of parenting, it's okay. Look, if you're not going to help with the situation, then you just be an a <laughs> So, I mean, let's at least be helpful in your advice. I have, I, you know, my best friend, I, you know, I'm, my godson. She'll tell anyone. I kept him the majority of his sure did. young life. That boy was like furniture. <laughs> That's my baby. Little Felipe, that's my baby. <laughs> well, thanks again to Sly from Inside the Cave Podcast. Yes. Of course, it is time to wrap it on up, girl. But before we go, where are we going, Heffa? I'd like to give you guys some, you know, advice and things you might want to go ahead and face. Like, like you know, fading friendships. Fate, oh, fading friendships. Fra- oh, girl. Fading friendships. You might be in a social interaction with somebody for a mm-hmm. period of time, and then the friendship just kind of takes a different turn. Mm. It's just not, you know, for you anymore. Well, Maybe the person is a little over the top, oh, and no. you trying to wean them off, you know, without just saying, look, get out of my face. I can wean them off cold, called block, don't answer the door. <laughs> and I, I would hope they would get the hint, like... You know what? You know I've had a friend when I first moved here, right? And she started changing it up when she met another hoochie, right? 
Bye. Yeah. But then when things went wrong with that other friend, don't come back over don't, here. No, 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 no return. I'm a big girl. I don't have no problem. There are signs that you might be seeing with your personal friendships that are, you know, letting you know this is on the way out. Mm. You're not going to be friends much longer. You ain't my homie. Number one, you can realize that, you know, when you guys used to text each other all the time, yeah. or if you did just send a random text, you guys would almost have like a little mini conversation. You only get like a short answer. Yeah, okay. that Oh, that's cool. But I'm not uh, doing that personally. Just yeah. At the beginning or the end. So, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. If, I, if a female does, I, you know, I'm really white and gray. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, this, I'm, I'm plain Jane. Yeah. I don't want too much. Exactly. The best friendship to have with me is a distance. <laughs> Call me every once a month. We check on each other. You help me. we good. Girl, God bless you. Bye. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't got caught up with all my gossip, all that's going yes. on with you. So, we good. And becoming shorter. When you don't have a long enough answer, mm-hmm. you just, like I said previously, it's just very to the point. Okay, mm. yeah, it's nice. I did it to my dude one day. He <laughs> me, and I gave him a one-word answer or response. Mm. What's wrong with you? Well, you know, usually when you chat with somebody and you guys get into a conversation, all of a sudden yeah. you're getting these short-term answers. You're like, okay. Well, I was pissed at that time, so I wasn't going to put him <laughs> off. But with a when a woman texts me, I'm not doing that with you. Mm-mm. If you're not of the opposite sex, why are we on the phone why, yeah, we all the time we and texting? No. Oh, girl, you gave me a flash I, when I had no, a No, co- but you, I've had one like that. I had a co-worker back in the day. I mean, every no, night. The old little yes. Man, the white <laughs> oh, she, she used to work my damn nerves. <laughs> Why did she? Did you just see her? Yeah, exactly. I was just at work with you. Eight hours. And I had a friend to do the pop-ups. Mm, and no. I, I, I promise you, I treated her like Jehovah's Witness. I peeped through the window. I didn't care if she saw me. <laughs> then I turned the lights out and I did the army thing, you know, crawled on the floor. Well, they also won't make plans with you. Now, usually once a month or so, you guys will get together, have a little outing. You know, now I'm just not trying to, you know, connect with you whatsoever on that level right now. See, one of my best friends, we have a once a year outing. It's wonderful. <laughs> once a year? Once a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Maybe they loop you in with their errands. Like, you're not actually, you know, kicking it, but, you know, I'm going to go to the grocery store with you. I'm not doing no chores with you, have well, hey, Girl, please. I got these things on my Are own Are you buying list. me some groceries? <laughs> I didn't want to go grocery shopping my own But house. imagine if one of your girlfriends reached out to you, mm-hmm. and you know, you, maybe you want to get together with her and have a little social interaction. Yeah. But she said, well, look, right now, I'm going to be at the store, so you want to meet me at H-E-B? No. <laughs> I'll holler at you later. <laughs> this would never happen to me. For one, I, I, you know, like I said, I've got two good best friends, and it's not clue because, you know, we blood. Right. But... Anybody get along with me? No, I'm not gonna do all this. I'm extra. not doing it, all that. I, I'm it's good. Too much. I'm I'm good with Netflix and chill. You weren't invited to a group outing. Now usually there was a group outing, well, and you. you would be on the invitation list. Yeah. Now you hear that there's another outing, but you mm. haven't gotten an invitation to it. Oh, well, she ain't got to worry about hearing from me no more. <laughs> you ain't no calling, ain't no texting. Go meet me at H E B. I'm we through and dropping the ball too many times. When you've made plans, but every time there's plans on the table, you always have a reason why I can't do this, or you cancel last minute. I don't have time for that. Look, the first time you cancel last minute is the last time I invite you somewhere. There you go. Because that right there, I do not like. I don't like that, man. I'm and if you always dropping the ball, you only have one, two times. I give you twice. Mm-mm. You drop the ball. Don't yeah. worry about the ball rolling in your coat no more. <laughs> I don't like that either. Yeah. But maybe there's something going down in their life, but usually they would be like the first one to hit you up and tell you about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Now you're hearing it through other people. Oh, no. That you're not good. getting the first, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, she didn't got married. You know, anything like that's that, again, that. That's again, I'm not calling you. <laughs> F you. Capital. <laughs> no, but you know, because 
Trust me. When your girlfriend do that, you should have a clear visual and understand as your mind should say, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. I got you. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't mean okay, regular okay. Right. It's the black girl okay. Well, it's, it's, okay. That's that black girl magic. I see what's going on. I'm about to do a little sprinkling up in yeah. the piece. Yeah. I'm going to sprinkle my A over here. <laughs> So getting news like that through a third mm-hmm. party, that definitely is a sign like, look, she ain't messing with you no more. No. So just move on. And I ain't messing with her. And you're not on the committee. You, what committee? Well, the committee, when usually she has like a yearly function, maybe they have like a New Year's Eve party, you know, different events. And she would always say, look, you know, this I year. Mean, thank you. <laughs> That's too much. I got faith. You don't have to be part I'm of happy. the planning process. Let me tell you something. I already went through my one best friend's wedding. Oh God, yes. And I mean, it was a. I, I enjoyed making her happy. I, right. I came through on my end, mm-hmm. but when I was done, I ain't got to do that no more. Uh, I, yeah, you choose not to do that no yeah. more. <laughs> Whoever get married, don't, I don't want to be in your wedding. Yeah, just, just, just let me be a guest. I, exactly. Either be a guest, okay? I just you know send you a gift, something. Gift or flower girl. I can't <laughs> tell you. Maybe they're always busy. I don't care what time of the day, month it is. That's me too. But seriously, we are always busy. We are. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to put that out there, but it's just like, you know, some people actually do have a long list of things that get done within a 24-hour period. That's right. And you ain't one. I'm a kid. That's what I'm talking. I'm just, I'm just being honest. No, I'm serious because I'm very picky on how I devote my day. Yeah, there's things on my checklist I got to do each day. Yeah, and if it's going to be a distraction for me getting these things done, getting I'm your not, paper. Yeah, I'm, I ain't got time. Getting my paper, keeping my house clean, making my sure my kids good. I got things to do. And your sister good? Oh my god, that's right. I got. Sandwiches. That's a whole other list. Oh, oh, you know what? Bite me. <laughs> But I only had two friends that could call me, and you have one. Mm. And, you know, those are, I ain't going to call no names. I don't want nobody feeling jealous. Right, right. But, you know, I'm going to talk to them. Because I don't talk to them a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But maybe the updates you do get directly, they're very superficial. They're not really, you know, oh, yeah, my dog, you know, went to the vet. Is he alive? (laughs) Well, he got shots. What you calling me for? Just to feel that they're still trying to keep you in the inner loop, but it's not really That's a loop. That ain't no loop. Stop I, trying to entertain girl, look, yourself. When you get pregnant or um, he married or he he want to marry you, something like that, you know, don't call me. And you're always getting their voicemail. I don't give a damn when you call because the voicemail is mm. always answering on you. That's because they hit the reject I'm, button. My thing is common sense should kick in because I'm only going to leave you. a voicemail once. Once. Okay. Once that voicemail is left and over a Vortex. certain. Yeah. Over a certain period of time, I'm going to take it. You don't want to contact me. This, and this go across the board <laughs> from good friends to your, to your boyfriend. Right. I, I'm not doing it. No. I don't get no response with you within a certain period of time. Baby, Trust I'm special me. too. I'm not blowing up your phone. A, yeah, just like Mike Pence said, I'm important too. <laughs> you did I'm Mike kind, Pence? I'm kind of important too. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't Pence. Now, remember when you used to do things and whenever you had like a project on hand, your friend was always there. What can I do? How can I help? Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you cannot find them oh. for nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's that black girl okay? <laughs> that black girl okay? I see you. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so sad. But, you know, those are just a couple of signs you may be peeping from friends that you guys were once close. You may have gotten a little distant. And everybody got things to do true enough. Yeah. But if you had a good relationship yeah at one time and you see these signs that might be a way of, you know, them to try to fade out the friendship. Let me have you fade out quicker. <laughs> Block and delete. Where did she go? 
<laughs> I don't care if I know you 30 years. Oh. You want to act brand new with me, boo-boo? That's all it takes. Deuces, baby. I'm good. Okay. Long as Jesus and the Lord still love me. Yeah, yeah. I will cool. live without you. That's a lot of love. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm gonna deal. I'll deal with you later. Because the people don't need to hear what I'm going to say to you. Thanks for tuning in to the Gospel and Heifer Show. Always visit the website, gospelheifers.com. Yes. You can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and leave us a good review. And make sure you call our hotline. Leave that voicemail at 832-410-1368. So until next time, people, peace. I holla.